Hello and welcome to this episode of Panavision and this episode of Superhero Ethics. This is probably going to go out on both of those feeds and we are talking about The Witcher Season 2. Episode, the entire season is up uh, and today myself, Matthew Fox, Paul Hoppy, and Ashley Coffin are all here to talk to you about episodes 1 and 2. We'll be coming to you with episodes about the whole season as it uh, unfo- as we un- go through it over the next couple of days. But for now, we're really excited to get to talk to you about these episodes and we'll get to all that right after this commercial break that we have no control over. Welcome back. My name is Matthew. I'm your host. I'm joined, as I said, by Paul Hoppy and Ashley Coffin. How are you folks doing today? Great. A little sick. Yeah. Yeah. A little, <laughs> little injured, but uh, watched the first two episodes of Witcher last night, and I actually really liked them. Nice. Which, like, Good. And I don't even have any, like, really substantive complaints. I don't know. That's good. I, I I'm shocked. Say. Right? I, you know, that does not give me hope for episodes three or four or five, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I feel I'm, like that that gives me hope. You didn't like yeah. the second episode or the first episode, first episode at all, right? Season, That's true. Yeah. That's okay. true. Yeah. The first season was rough. We're already rough doing better. And I, I just have to say, this feels like it has been the greatest content week I have had in a long time. Like, the, <laughs> uh, we're not going to spoil things for you. People haven't seen anything, but, like, just the... The last episode of Hawkeye was so good. I saw Spider-Man last night at stupid o'clock, but it was just so much better than all the things I'd feared. I, I came out with a huge grin on my face, came home, watched two episodes of The Witcher because I'm not good at sleeping. Uh, and, and this has been really good. Next, in a couple days, we get new Star Wars coming out, new uh, uh, The Matrix coming out. Like I, Christmas is coming. I know that's a fun thing too, but just, it feels like just content is so good right now yeah i'm just so busy now yeah <laughs> we're I watched so Knight busy Rider. <laughs> Night? okay that, that's one i haven't seen <laughs> the um, first three episodes on you wait you didn't see night rider like old like night in rider? the 80s yes i yeah, saw that was a the little best. bit of it i oh. saw so, well i i the, the, a new resource that i've untouched there's a great podcast called um i I think you should get the name of it right. The the totally awesome '80s podcast, okay. Okay. Um, and the folks from there they were guests of mine on the uh, Thor podcast that you both have done with me, or that actually you have done, Paul. You and I need to schedule, uh, and and I know they want to come back and do some content with me on some like kind of the '80s revival stuff. Mm-hmm. So I should see if I can get them on because no, I I think I saw like one or two episodes of Knight Rider, but that was about it. Wow, I had like the car that you'd like press the license plate or something and it would say things in kids' yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. I, I was uh, all right, but but the thing we're watching today is <laughs> is The Witcher. Um yeah. so yeah, general thoughts. What'd you guys think so far? Monster's gonna monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it it felt as D and D as could be to me, but like mm-hmm. in a good way and um, it, it felt like the, well, not so much with Yennefer, but it felt like the other two characters, main characters were like very sort of realized in a way, yeah. like, you know, and, and then Yennefer's in a very different situation. Um, but I, I kind of like the way that's going, I think we'll see, you know, <laughs> but, uh, this also gave me that sort of feeling of like, like early MCU where like. A bunch of things were connected and you didn't necessarily expect them to be connected. I've watched the animation, the animated movie, I think like Nightmare of the Wolf or something mm-hmm. for uh-huh. The Witcher. And um, light spoilers, it is connected very much, especially to see, uh, episode two of this series. The protagonist is Vesemir. Oh, so, okay. Nice. That's cool. The, so the, the sort like, of father figure uh, of The Witchers. Yeah. And... It's but it's you know years earlier and he's younger and he's like a kind of young hotshot swashbuckling kind of Witcher um, and I I enjoyed the movie there were things that they did that I was like Ugh. so I have complaints about that one I won't get into that but just uh, it I feel like it fits in really well with what they're doing in this season I think it was a great thing to release between seasons one and two um, uh-huh. I recommend that people check it out if you're interested in. You know, sort of the the backstory of like Kaer Morin and sort of what happened, how they ended up being sort of who they are now. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, cause I feel like that was one of the things that I was enjoying most about this these two episodes is, first of all, it all feels so much more straightforward. And, and yes. we'll probably get some kind of time hijinks, but we have two storylines. You know, we're really focusing on 
our two main characters, one of whom's picked up a sort of side main character, you know, in terms of Geralt and Cirilla, and then the other story is Yennefer, who's, who's also picked up a, a side character right. as well uh, with Fringilla. And yeah, the stories feel more straightforward. It, it, I clearly understand where they're going. They're still kind of clearly episodic, but they both feel like they are ongoing story arcs. And in the second episode, especially, like I, I just loved getting to spend time with the Witchers. I thought that was such a great little bit of expanding the world, but in a way that didn't feel like it was taking a break from the plot. It was still very much connected to, like, there was a great story that was happening, but also just a great time to to see what Witcher life is like. Yeah, it was cool. I really like. I feel like they stepped up the uh, the sets and the effects. Like oh, everything yeah. looked really good. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would like to know how they caught Yennefer, though, because I remember she was right. all the way up on top of that hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say, we can start with either the uh, Gerald storyline or the Yennefer one. Shall we, shall we start with, with Yennefer's? Yeah, because it's a little shorter. Okay. It's a little simpler, right? <laughs> yeah, I. the way the battle ended in the last season and what happens now, like a lot of characters who I was pretty sure were dead are not dead, and... I Jennifer was way up on the hill doing fire magic and then she's down on the hill getting captured and I I, I kind of felt like maybe they didn't know what happened in the last battle and went, eh, let's just start it over because it was well, it did not seem connected. Hand up the in the fire. back. Isn't one of them bad? Didn't one of them betray the other ones at the end? He one of the oh. the the wizards killed another one of the wizards and I could not remember yeah, which one it was. Right. And I have no idea. Yeah, no, I'm like, it's sure. one of the guys with the black hair. And I'm like, shit, they all have black hair. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that one was killed. I don't think that one was part of what was happening here. Oh, so someone betrayed someone and then now they're dead anyway? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, one of the wizards betrayed um, the, the whole bunch of wizards who were fighting against Nilfgaard. And um, uh, that was the one who, like, helped get one of the um, peasants to who were there fighting to, like, basically blow up their own sort of ammo dump. And was part of why, like, the, their sort of fortifications were falling apart. But I, I, I think Yennefer killed that person. But either way, like, I don't think that person was one of the ones who was here mm. here now. Okay. I'd have to look it up because I do remember it was out on the field. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely not clear on, like, oh, who are all these people again? Like, <laughs> right. I, I know the witchers better than I know the... And that's yeah. the only one I remember is what yeah. Tassia, Tassia... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Chick from Downton Abbey. That's what I see. <laughs> Who her. had a couple of quotes that raised some eyebrows that I'll definitely get into. <laughs> um, I like when she went all torture on that guy. I hate that guy. What, oh, yeah, what's that was his fun. name? Yeah, what's yeah, his I don't, I don't like that guy. That guy. The, cheekbones. Yeah, the, we'll the guy cheekbones. who claims himself the white the white flame, the king the king of Nilfgaard. Uh, Emery? No. No, this guy that isn't the white flame the leader of Elfgard and this guy Nilfgaard. This guy um, is the usurper. Right. Yeah. Guys, we no, don't, don't know, know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're like the plot's so much straight, more straightforward. We still don't know what's going on. But, yeah, figure it out. Um, it, yeah, I mean, I, I think I would have needed to do a more recent, more thorough rewatch of season one. And, and I swear but I, I do watched feel it like twice. It's like even though I, I don't know exactly who that guy is and how they were. I, I think he's more the leader of that section of the army, right? And then there's somebody who's actually at the top. Right. He's okay. not that guy, I believe. That's I hope impression. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I, I think so because otherwise, like, what? Like, she's interrogating him to get information about something else. I think right, right? about other right. stuff. Um, okay, yeah, I think you're it's correct. not like I've captured your leader and now you're done or whatever. Right? Yeah. Right. So, uh, but it it does feel like they don't have those time hijinks that in season one felt like. I'm sure they had some very deliberate thing they were trying to do with it. It didn't work for me. You know, yeah. like it just, it did. And like, we can have flashbacks and stuff. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But like having this just deliberately obtuse timeline is really awkward. And what I, for a moment I thought, I'm like, oh my goodness, are they going back? And they're like now showing like Geralt and, and Yennefer like actually had all this um, time together that we didn't see. I thought we were going to get to right. see the stuff that we didn't see. I'm like, whoa, she's Preggers. Wait a yeah. minute, what's happening? Yeah, that, when she was Preggers, I was like, oh, okay, this is some dream sequence. And, you uh-huh. know. Which um, I really didn't get that whole scene in the cabin at all. I watched it twice and I still didn't get what that chick was trying to tell everybody. If oh, you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. you mean Baba Yaga? Yeah, Baba Yaga. What yeah. the hell was that about? Yeah. We'll get to that. The n- right. n- n- Nick okay. Tuku are definitely a thing that should be discussed. Um, 
It's a Vampire the Masquerade reference. Um, <laughs> Bobby Marina? Yaga. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, deep cut. Yeah, so I, I just want to mention two things that were said by the, the head of Witcher Hogwarts. Um, right. Tasia. Tasia, thank you. Um, so at one point, uh, she, they're talking about Yennefer and how they, they, they worry that Yennefer has kind of gone too far with this, like, burn everything down. Oh, yeah. And she says the words, she has abandoned all rules of chaos. I have that in my notes. <laughs> That's in my notes. And I'm like, like girl, you told chaos. her to do it. <laughs> you told her to do it. But also, like, right? rules of chaos. <laughs> like, I, I think what she means there is the whole idea of, like, embracing chaos but controlling chaos. Like, like right. if, if the... I don't, I don't think it's from this, but there's there's a another kind of like magic is about, you know, chaos, but you can control it. We're talked about like surfing the wave was the metaphor that they used, mm. you know, and that like the waves can be crazy, but you're still on top of it and in some control. And I, I guess that's what they're going for. But that that phrasing was just not something I could go for. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I thought she was like, she's violating the Feigenbaum constants. No. <laughs> Okay, it's chaos math. Never mind. Uh, but... <laughs> I, I just have in my notes, Wizard World is in chaos. So we're yeah. all talking about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I also thought, and granted, no this one I think they meant to be ironic because of what she does later in the episode. Mm-hmm. But at one point she says early in the episode, uh, it's not in my nature to be cruel. Right. Which, it, a, she then, then goes on to torture the guy. And I think she means like, so this torture is the thing I will do that's, but like. She was really cruel to a bunch of young girls back in yeah. season right, one. She right, used right. to call Yennefer pig face or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think what she's trying to say is that it's not in her nature. It's simply a tool she employs to get what she wants or what she thinks mm-hmm. is needed. Or maybe it, it does ring a little hollow. <laughs> you know? Um, I also just wanted to double uh, double down on, Ashley, what you were saying. Like, the sets do look better, I think. Especially to me, the elves looked better. Yeah, like the they look like elves. In season one looks like mm, like because that was that like a poor cosplay. Now that I'm like, was you look that like same a good guy. cosplay. Yeah, that was <laughs> Phil Evandrel. Okay, who yeah. might show up in the animation also. Oh, nice, nice. So, yeah, I definitely like that we're getting a lot more of the that world mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it, it feels to me like it's connected. Like that is the story now, as opposed to before. It felt like that was just kind of like a little side thing. Right, you know, and here, like them going to uh, more Cairn, like it or Cairmorn, <laughs> um, <laughs> is <laughs> definitely not more Karen. Um, no, it it's like it feels like that's going to be a big part of the story, not like it's some little thing. So I feel like we're a little bit less into the short stories. Like the first yeah. episode did have a little bit of a short story feel, but it felt like we're on the way. You know, it's a side quest on the way to a very specific destination. Um, and so I feel like the, I'm hoping, and it feels like this season might have a little bit more coherence, co- you know, cohesiveness than season one did. Yeah, I hope they just stay, keep keep us in the same timeline. Like, let's not jump around. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Let's not jump around. Let's have two storylines. Like, to <laughs> yeah. me, the thing that would make me seriously roll my eyes is if Gerald and Cirilla get separated, and so now we have their, them as two different storylines. Right, right. Like, let's just keep these two. Yeah. Eventually, at some point, I assume all three are going to, you know, come back together. Mm-hmm. Um, they could split up for, you know, in an episode or something. But, sure, like, sure. not just, like, totally bifurcate the plot. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> More chaos theory. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused about where we leave Yennefer at the end of this episode, at the second episode. I'm just not, right. sh- oh. you know, she's running through the woods. Right. She's screaming and putting her hand out because she doesn't have her magic. I don't mm-hmm. know. I have no yeah. idea. What, like, I'm very confused. Oh, I think she clearly hasn't had her magic since she you know cast um enhanced fireball and (laughs) (laughs) and like like she basically it seems like the other mages like actually incinerated themselves to to use fire she maybe used up all of her internal you know chaos magic or whatever and now maybe it'll regenerate maybe it's one of those bars that just very gradually refills right? right but we'll see I liked that that um, they showed Geralt using magic more <gasps> when he did the you know? sword. Yeah, oh, that was so good, so yeah. cool, that was so good. And like animation spoilers, like Vesemir uses a lot of magic in that, and it's cool looking. Nice. And like I was like, I hope that they introduce that, and I think they gradually will here. 
he did it to calm the horse down more. too, which I right. thought was cool. Exactly. It was right. very Aragorn of him. Yes. <laughs> he, he mentioned that as a specific kind. It's like Axie or Axley or something like that. Like the kind yeah, there, of there was a word. I don't remember the yeah. word. <laughs> I watch it more than that. <laughs> or they have to say the word more. I, I also liked with um, with, with uh, 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 Geralt and, and the magic side of it, They you could see this happen in season one, but I don't think they made it as explicit with him explaining it. But the fact that like he takes this elixir and that oh, sort yeah. of turns him into the sort of like, you know, black eyed, black veined, mm-hmm. kind of like the battle mode, you know, yeah. that he goes oh, yeah. into. I always yeah, thought that like just happens potion. when like yeah, monsters me too. were I around. Right. I didn't connect it. But yeah, it's it's and it's interesting because like, you know, these books were were books. I think for many, especially in the United States, like we discovered these stories through the video games. And I know that's one thing like the the, the elixirs and the potions are a big part of the video games. And so it's kind of fun just seeing that like in those specific stark terms. Yeah. Yeah, like I think the author wrote like fourteen short stories and then five novels. Well, right? it was right. like a bunch of short stories and then finally started doing novels. Um, I didn't get the elixir thing at all in season one. Uh-huh. The animation might feature that more heavily, but then going back and watching those recaps of season one, which I did find very helpful in terms of remembering not everything, but a fair amount. Um, the, the episode with the like in the very first scene, he's like that right right and that was a conscious choice um to like show him starting that way but then in in the striga episode you can see he takes something and then he's like that but it it really escaped my notice in the first view run through right and it it was now it's much more um explicit and i don't know i just find it easier to follow overall now yeah as a series yeah i definitely liked that um with yennefer i mean it's kind of, it felt kind of ridiculous that she gets captured by uh, Fringilla, who and Fringilla now she's also kind of on the outs from the what's left of the army. I guess because the right. idea is that she feels that she's going to be blamed for their failure. Right. Um, and one thing I noticed is uh, Fringilla has her, both of her hands are fully healed again. Did we see? I I thought I, my impression is that in season one, once we see her with the Nilf Guardians. They kind of never actually show us her hand to see if it's healed from being withered. Mm. Do you remember was it healed in season one, or is that new that it's fine in season two? I only remember her hand being burned up in when she was training. I don't right. remember okay. it being burned up past that. Right. I have no recollection. Yeah, I I definitely I'm liking getting to see more of her story as well because, you know, I think we talked about this the Nilf Guardian thing. It's there's an interesting story there I think about the person who. Um, you know, feels the most sort of aggrieved by the this wit- witching school. You know, she gets sent to the Nilf Guardians. She wants to totally change the idea of magic, uh, and all that. But it felt so rushed, and I I really liked her and Yennefer getting to talk about how the two of them both obviously had horrible experiences at this school, but then went in very different directions based on it. Yeah, Oof. they did kind of follow. Did Frangilla like? They did kind of both go against the wizarding world. So they do have yeah. that in common. Yeah, they do. Yeah, when she's like, would you have me go against the people I was stationed? It's like, yeah, but you already went against like what the wizarding world wanted, right? So yeah. it's, like, it's not that big of a stretch. Like she's now found this faith of theirs, basically, and kind of gone with that. But like, will that stick? I don't know. No, she already it, left right? to go with the elves, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> well, she left to go with the elves because Baba Yaga convinced... Told her to. Yeah, her and the elf lady, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, team up and, mm-hmm. you know, kill these other humans, basically. It was elf lady. Elf lady's name was Long. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe you remembered her her brother's name. Good on you. Oh, Phil Evangel? Phil Evangel. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like a music venue. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> In I, Philly? I, like, I was trying to write down names as we went. I got a bunch of them. Um, for the elf lady, I thought it was something, like, kind of... Something that sounded more like a name of someone I would meet in my own world, like not Francesca, but so- something oh, like it, it was. Yeah, I think it was Francesca. But is it Frances- just okay. Francesca? I think it's there you just go. Francesca. Okay. Yeah. All I was, I, they brought back my Zelly Lape when she's doing the flower thing. And now everyone's just Zelly Lape. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, so, right. So what about there? What, would you all think of that, the elves and how they came into the storyline? Makes sense. I mean, the elves aren't fucking around. Like it looks like right. they're back yeah. to try to take back their lands while everybody else is fighting, which is battle-wise the smart thing to do wait till your enemies are fighting each other and then come in and wreck house 
Yeah, I wasn't super clear on exactly whether they're more have like this kind of like military goal or whether they were like they were excavating, right? They're like going around to these different sites and trying right. to, you know, um, find, I guess, relics or some some sort of way forward in terms of like, you know, not going extinct as mm -hmm. a species, I guess, um, which seems to matter to some people. Uh, but uh but yeah I, I i thought it was interesting also when um yennefer was like i'm an elf you know and she's like you're not an elf like yeah they're like uh let's use the word half in there sweetheart but and, at least yeah, it did take him by surprise but like not even just that like she was like i mean yes and i, and I think she was quarter right because she said her father yeah, was half her elf, father's right? half elf okay but um but like it wasn't even like you're not a pure elf it was like you're culturally not an elf yeah. Is what it felt like to me. You yeah, know, it's like how like, you saw, sang our songs. Yeah, so you, you don't our sing hand. our songs. Yeah, it was you don't like got you, our ears. You grew up a, among, you know, the colonizers, basically. Right. And, you know, so you're not like one of us. Um, and then Yennefer was kind of trying to prove to them, oh, I've, I've heard that song. Like, yeah. I didn't know there were words, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I really liked getting to see that. It, again, it's the richness of this world that the elves aren't all like the same. You know that right. Andrew, like he kind of had his perspective of like very anti-human, but kind of like separatist. Like we want to just just leave us mm -hmm. alone mm -hmm. and let right. us go off and do our thing. And now uh, Francesco, I think I think is his sister. Uh, is what That's I what I thought. No, yeah. that other dude was her sister. <laughs> the other, the dude, other was... dude who went. There were there were three of them that went down in the tunnel with. Um, Yennefer uh, with Yennefer and, and Fringella and the, okay. the, the kind of younger looking guy. Huh. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. I, th I, th yeah, I, I thought it was. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's, like, it's not just, we were paying attention folks. It's, yeah, right. swear. it's, it's, it's a there's lot a, of information. There's a lot of information. Yeah. It's a lot of new characters. Especially like, episode two. Yeah. I like that she's much more warlike. You know, she's just like, no, hang them. Let's just kill them right now. Right. Yeah. Like, we'll send know, their yeah. heads back. I was like, dang. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. And so then we get to Baga, Baba Yaga, um, who I, I, I just love this, first, first of all, just because I, I, I made a joke before, but I know about Baba Yaga primarily because uh, she is a figure of like Russian and Polish and like East Slavic, European Slavic yeah. um, folklore. And thus, she's also a, a character in the role playing game uh, Vamp Vampire the Masquerade. She becomes a kind of like an important like figure in like what happened in Russia in Vampire She's like a Methuselah, time. right? Yeah, she's a, mm -hmm. she's the, the Niktuku. She's one of like the offshoots right. of the Nosferatu clan. Right. Guys, um, throwing around a lot of names. <laughs> I know, I know. We just yeah, talk about a world that has a lot of names that are hard to remember. <laughs> but but yeah, and because of that, like I did some learning about her there. I did some research into her, and I've seen her kind of pop up in a couple of other places. You know, um, in Ant Man, uh, I forget the name, but one of one of the members of his team, the yeah, Russian yeah. guy, yeah, like he mentions Baba Yaga. You know, yeah. it's like the thing that he's so afraid of, and so it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, this is based in like Slavic folklore, so of yeah. course Baba Yaga would be a figure there. Yeah, it's like cute John that Wick. they did it. Wait. Yeah, wait, yeah. <laughs> right around Christmas, having like a little bit of a Baba Yaga thrown in there because that's yeah. like her time. Mm -hmm. And in in uh, in our first, or I think in our first recap, I think I refer to the feeling as being a little black forest-ish, which mm -hmm. I think is probably very culturally insensitive. Um, and I, I apologize if anybody was offended, like, because the black forest is like in Germany, right? And right. I think specifically more Eastern Germany and Germany and Poland, you know, they have a history. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. A, not a good one. Right. Like, like in world war two. So, um, <laughs> You know, I mean, a lot of people don't talk about, you know, the six million Poles who were, you know, murdered. Right. Yeah. Right? Um, half of whom were Jewish. Right. But another half were just like, well, you're Slavic and we want your land. And right. so having, you know, it it's the sort of representation that we maybe don't talk a lot about. But mm -hmm. like there are a lot of ethnic groups amongst any given area, you know, or any larger group of people. And there definitely I don't think is a lot of eastern european or slavic kind of folklore represented in um in like more western european or american cinema i think and right. so yeah. i think it's nice to see that yeah, yeah it, it really is and i um i'll give a quick plug for shadow and bone 
which the first mm. season which came out on Netflix. I think the second season is coming out hopefully soon. Uh, and the books are great. That that is set in a very different world. It's like a, a more like steampunky 18th, 19th century world. Yeah. But it's also very clearly based in kind of more Russian Slavic, but in mm-hmm. Slavic Eastern European folklore. So uh, just another kind of cool thing. Because, yeah, it's just we've seen the you know, English, French idea yeah, of like knights like... and castles so often. I still mm-hmm. love it, but like yeah. it's really nice seeing some some different things here. Uh, we'll get to the vampire banshee that I'm guessing is a oh, part yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah the uh, Eastern European lore as well. Uh, so yeah, so what what is Baba Yaga? Is she right now just, in a, forgive the pun, an agent of chaos? Is she just like, do we have any idea what she wants? Chaos. She just likes to stir shit up, it seemed like. I don't know what she, I honestly was very confused by that. whole. I have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I was just like she was letting them ask wishes or something. Yeah, or I, their desires or. I think she was trying to manipulate their desires and get them to ask for something, basically. Yeah, right. And they would ask for that in exchange for, I don't know, maybe their souls. Who knows? We'll see. But like, it seems like it's probably not going to be a good deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Frangilla and uh, Francesca are like, yeah, cool, let's do it. And I'm not sure exactly what happened with Yennefer. Like, is that why she doesn't have her magic? Like, she already didn't have her magic. She still doesn't have it. So maybe she refused her offer? Then how'd she end up in the woods? I don't yeah. know. Everybody keeps passing out. That's what I right, guess. Right, lots of passing <laughs> out. And then we'll pick it up later somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious, especially if any of our listeners know, like, there's kind of, when they encounter Baba Yaga, it's like they come to this, like, old house that kind of emerges and it basically like kind of like overwhelms them mm. and i i believe that is something about baba yaga that like in the mythology she has like uh, you know she has like her own like witch hut that like travels with her across yeah. the land we were supposed to cover it on L for a halloween and we might for legends and libations oh, and we might cool. we have it all written out jeff had his because i was doing the bell witch and he was doing baba yaga so at some point we'll have to get to those Oh, cool. Well, yeah. yeah, if you do it in the next, like, uh, probably not a little while because the holidays and Spider-Man and everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, be cur- I, I'd love to hear more about that because it's obviously yeah. tie-ins. I, I don't think we've seen the end of Baba Yaga. Like, no. Not either, no. Because yeah. she keeps coming into their dreams. And I wonder if Yennefer might have said something about the bait, like having a baby. And mm. I wonder if they meet up with Cirilla and Geralt and then she starts to come for, maybe for Cirilla. I don't know. Right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right, so uh, should we jump over to uh, Geralt and Cirilla's storyline? Yeah. Yes. So I'm not digging here... her eyebrows, I'll tell you that. Cirilla's eyebrows are a bit much. <laughs> well, here's my question is, I'm not sure how old we are supposed to think she is. Because in the first season, I certainly thought she was like 13, 14. She's like just becoming pubescent, mm-hmm. you know, that like, but still like a young girl. Yeah. Then they give us this bathtub scene that's very, like, you know, kind of like she's naked in the bath. You don't see anything, but and then, like, it's her with a towel in kind of a suggestive way. And then her feet – they were shooting her in a way that I was like, this is – please don't do this if this girl is 14. Like, you're yeah. doing this in a way that's supposed to make me think she's 18, 19, she's an object of desire, and that's going to be a, a thing in the show – and I was like, that, but that, that's not how you were. And maybe they just were like, oh, we screwed up in season one. This is what we wanted her to be. Mm-hmm. But it felt very different to me. Yeah. And I thought she was getting peeped on by. I didn't know that that was going right. to be uh, Verena up in the rafters. I thought that was some guy. And I was like, right. ew, what are they doing? But uh, that was not the case. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree that um, her age is kind of ambiguous. I'm not sure whether they really mentioned it at any point. But, um, I mean, I know the actress right now is, like, 20 or so. Okay. Okay. You know? Um, But, I mean, like, I'll say, like, if the character is 13 or 14, within the context of the story... 18. It's not... The character's supposed to be 18? Okay. Oh, no. She's meant to be 13, and the actress is 18. Oh. So, yeah, she's definitely supposed to be 13 in the first season. Right. In the first season, she was 18. Now she's 20, right? It's a couple years between filming. The actress, yeah. Right, I guess she's still supposed to be like 14, 15. Right. But so what I'm saying is like within the context of the story, I think her uh-huh. being like sexually desirable isn't like culturally within the context of the story. Sure. It's not out of place yeah. in terms of getting a view, you know, being provocative towards viewers 
and taking an 18 or 20 year old actress and having her represent like a 13 or 14 year old and then having that, you know, it, I don't know. Like I can see it not feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I get that. I get yeah. that. And like, that's not always a bad thing. Like the professional sure. AKA Leon is one of my favorite movies of all time. And part of it's because a very young Natalie Portman is playing a very sexually precocious character. And that's part of what makes her character so powerful, even though it's incredibly uncomfortable to watch. Mm. But here it, it didn't it like to me that like th there's something that feels different very about it. Cause this just felt like I, it, I just felt confused about what, what are you wanting me to think about this character? Right. Yeah. I, I think she's, I mean, so actually you said you actually have the, the fact, right? Like the character is supposed to be 13. Yeah. 14, it says said? when, yeah. uh, Cirilla is meant to be 13 years old when she meets up with Geralt. Right. Yeah. Geralt. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess I didn't pay as much attention to that scene. I just thought she was, like, happy to have a bath. I wanted to have a bath at that point because I right. love tubs and I imagine being right. cold and then having a dress. I didn't think they were too sexual about it. I thought they were just mm -hmm. trying to show you that somebody was watching. Right. And that that's what took my attention. I was like, mm, what fair, yeah. is this? Ew. Right. I had just had a bath, so I could... <laughs> relate well I to just us. looked like, yeah, relaxing yeah have you, so ha, have you been shower bath showering in, in honor of our, our bebop I, friends I, I did one time mostly I'm just more of a shower bath because like if you take the shower in the first place then I don't think you need the shower after the bath that much and if you that's use fair. like the oils you're supposed to kind of let it like stay on your skin I think but huh. yeah that's but fair. yes in in honor of the sad demise of uh, uh yeah that was bebop. quick <laughs> right I love that show so annoyed about that yeah I, I liked it a lot I, you know uh but let, yeah, let, I, I really liked – with Gerald, I feel like his story is a little bit more episodic, that we have two kind of fairly contained yes. stories. Yeah. And I loved both of them. Let, let's talk about this first one of Ninevellin, um, you know, where he meets his friend and, like, ha has a great connection with his friend and they're talking about their past. But eventually it comes out that, like, there's this creature and, and, and all that happens. I, I loved it. Uh, and and for, just for, like – you know, every time we'd seen him with another male figure, there was always some kind of, like, power dynamic there. Like, especially, like, he had, you know, Yeskir the Bard. He never saw uh, him as a peer. You know, it was always, like, this is, like, my right. kind of annoying, kind of lovable pet that's kind of jumping yeah. around with me. I loved seeing him with a peer, you know, mm. and just seeing the way they related to each other. Did any of you watch Game of Thrones? Yes, I watched all of it. Did you I recognize that guy who was playing uh, his friend? The voice was so familiar to it's, me. I was having trouble placing it. It's Tormund. I recognized yeah. it from his eyes. That's yeah, what I thought. Okay. He looked a lot slighter and he didn't have like the big red beard. Yeah. But yeah. That's what I yeah. thought. Okay. I was excited to see him. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I really liked that whole story. Nivellin? Yeah. Nivellin. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and I was trying to remember, like, did we see him in season one? I guess not. I, I had that in my notes, too. But I guess we, yeah. I, then he was like, we haven't seen each other in 13 summers or some right. winter. Which so would have like, been oh, okay. around when um, uh, the uh, Geralt would have claimed the law of surprise. That's true. Right? right. I didn't think about um, that. But, uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't remember that with the the wyvern cavern or whatever mm -hmm. but uh but it sounded familiar it felt yeah. but i'm like i guess there's a lot of like nests of you know creatures that you know witches yeah. bewitching you know um well, not bewitch just, but, just that know. little story of like cutting off the head but like letting letting him claim credit to his father right like to me that that felt so true to what i'm coming to learn about gerald you know mm -hmm. and then it's like he didn't make a big deal of it he didn't mean to but he's like yeah look i I don't care how many people this guy thinks I killed, and yeah, this can help. Uh, this can help you with your father a little bit. Why not? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, did was that the episode where where Geralt said we killed to save lives, or that was in the that was at Kermorin? Because it, no. it was like that's no, it was when... the end of that episode when they were sitting around the fire. It was okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because that's like that's explaining like that's like what he did. You know, it's like well, I mean he. He was kind of just going to kill her. But then at some point it seemed like maybe he wasn't. And then she like went for uh, Cirilla, right? And then he was like, no, I'm going to cut your head off now. Yeah. And then in the next episode, the same thing happened where he was kind of like maybe not trying to kill his friend. And then he was like, mm -hmm. no, you're going to kill someone. I'm going to kill you to save a life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which I don't know. I feel that feels very superhero ethics. -y. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it really was. And I, I, I loved how we got into that. 
Um, and, and I I found the character of Ninavellan like very much a tragic, like heartbreaking character. You know, yeah. because yeah. Um, you know, and I want to get into like the uh, her her uh, itself, the um, Bruxa, Bru- the Bruxa. Yeah, the Bruxa. Um, but yeah, this idea that like he's been cursed, and he was cursed because he was kind of like a young party boy idiot. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's the kind of thing where like, okay, he did something stupid. The punishment feels a little more extreme than the crime. Yeah. Although honestly, oh, the ability well, to then... be like, you should have pheasant. Here's pheasant. You know, right. that was right, cool. Right, right. As a host, I I want those powers. I want to be able yeah. to be like vegan lasagna for everyone. Here you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and, and just this. If story. it comes out of nowhere, it's all vegan. So. Right. <laughs> and like, <laughs> <Are you> sure. <laughs> just on, saying. On some level, I I sort of was like, because when he uh the she was actually going to kill Nineveh. She was like pulling herself forward yeah. on his spear when Geralt killed her. And, right. and and he was at first heartbroken, and I had a moment to like, well, wait, why why did maybe Geralt was wrong to kill her there? Yeah. If she's just feeding on him, but then when you realize that like, no, she's actually going out and like harming all the people in the town, right? Yeah. Or the and people he's letting in that happen and that, because yeah. of and love for her. I don't yeah. think he really killed all of his house people. I think she did. Right. Yeah. That seems. Oh very yeah. Likely. I think it's a really yeah. good point yeah, actually. For sure. I mean, it could be either, but yeah. it, that that was one of my first thoughts. It was like, oh yeah, she probably. Yeah, yeah, that was probably her. Um, Although, you know, talking about the punishment and the crime, like, first of all, he tells us the crime is like he desecrated a temple, right? Right. And it's like, well, it doesn't seem like you should be cursed for life. But then I was also like, well, if you get that kind of magic, like, I'll take tusks and magic. Like, whatever. (laughs) He looked fine. (laughs) Yeah, you can rock that look. Um, But then at the end, he was like, oh, and by the way, I raped the priestess. And it's like, oh, okay. There it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, you were telling us the whole story. I've forgotten that part. Yeah, that that makes it much more like, yeah, okay, this feels good. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Although, like, why do you get all this magic with it? Like, right? It's not that bad a curse. <laughs> like, I'll live alone in a house and just be like, yep. Yeah. Fresh yeah, direct. Yeah. You know? Be able to play, like, drinking. By the way, that's a great drinking game. Like, oh, right, right. like you throw a knife, you drink, you just tell the truth. Like, I was like, okay, that's 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 a fun one. Yeah. Um, Cheater. Uh, yeah. Actually, though, I wanted to ask you, what did you think of uh, uh, Vampire Banshee Lady? I liked her. I thought she was cool. I liked right? how she had that moment yeah, with Cirilla where she's like, you know, he's going to kill you too, girl. Don't you worry. I know that you're something. Because he doesn't know that. I would think that he saw her mother do that magic mm. scream shit. Mm-hmm. So he probably knows that she's something because he keeps saying, like, I don't know what she is. Right. Right. Um, but I don't know. I was on the fence with whether uh, Ver- Verena or whatever the vampire bat's name was, was going to kill that guy. Because she was telling him, I love you. And that broke the curse. So it was very confusing. Right? Right. And yeah. she, she'd been killing him every day. He said, I tried to off myself, basically. But I just he keep coming die. back. Like, yeah. Hulk style, right? So it was like right. the perfect so relationship. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. If she just weren't eating townspeople, <laughs> it would be, you know, it would be like, yeah, okay, yeah. you do you. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I, this this theme of who is the real monster is clearly going to continue to be a theme, but I I don't feel like it's being overdone. You know, it feels like they're mm-hmm. finding new ways to explore it. You're right, very like the ethics of it is so interesting, and I loved her line of Sorry. monsters do bad things to people, humans do bad things to everyone. Yeah, right? it's you great. know because we're like, oh, it just hit me so hard. Like, yeah, that's this whole so story true. in some ways is like. Which is the more evil, you know, the, the, the individual raving monster or just these societies that are horrific and awful and imperialist and racist and, you know, killing off all the elves and whatever else they're doing. I had Made forgotten that every that the spheres, I guess, which are supposed to be realms or like they had a multiverse Yeah, there's Midgard, issue. there's Asgard, there's <laughs> Yeah, um, and then Nilfgaard. they all smashed together and then that's where all the monsters came from. Like, I feel right, like right, they the summed it up in this one better than they tried to do in any episode in the first one because I was like, oh, that's yeah. where all the monsters came from. Right. Okay, that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. But it was like, it took them five minutes to explain it to me in this one, where I feel like they tried to do it a couple times in season one, and it was just like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I feel like the show is setting its stride, you know? Like, yeah. in terms of just narratively, um, on a sort down. of per episode basis, but also yeah. in, in terms of, yeah, I mean, because just season one, it felt like they were, what, they had three stories all the time that they were trying to tell, right? And 
that is that's a lot, especially when they're all in different time zones, right? Mm-hmm. Time you know, t- <laughs> parts of the timeline, <laughs> and like it, it here, it just feels like okay, it, things are kind of making sense, even if I don't know everything. I feel like I have a basic framework. Yeah. upon which to lie i get a fact okay i know where that goes not like i get a fact what am i supposed to do with this fact you know yeah i'm yeah. gesturing right. a lot with my hands and it's a good way to put it <laughs> and he, he was talking um uh was talking to gerald about uh anytime that they would bring children back to where the witchers hang out that they would turn yeah. them into witchers by giving them right. the herbs and uh i was like yes please I would like to very much do that, please. Would you like some more information on that process yeah. as it plays out in the animated movie? Yes. Oh, is it bad? It's not good. Yeah. Like, they give the herbs to, like, 20 kids and send them out to go fight monsters, and they see who comes back. And the rest are dead. So, yeah. it's like, they don't teach you a whole bunch, and then you're a witcher. It's like, they're like, all right, let's see who survives will make you a witcher. I mean, they do some teaching and then some like, let's see if you get killed and then some more teaching. Am I so, making it up or in the first one, did they say that there were no female witchers? I think they I said think that. I think they said that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They think you talked about it's like a brotherhood thing. Yeah. I mean, okay. there clearly aren't that we've seen, right? Right. So yeah. far. Right, right. Yeah, they're very uncomfortable with Cirilla being there. Right. Yeah. Um, clearly, I think, uh, not probably not till 2022 because we have a lot going on already and, and we need some holiday time breaks. Uh, but I think at some point we should come back and do the Witcher animated movie. It sounds like it's a really rich story with yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, you guys have fun with that. Yeah, it's, it's a story I think you would like a lot, Matthew, and one yeah. that I think, Ashley, you would like if it were live action. I would like to hear but, about it. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. So we could do an episode where the three of us do an episode and we talk, about, you know, and you're Just like, tell me. what happens here? I'll be like, yeah. okay, this is yeah. what happens. Here. Maybe we can rope in uh, one of the Animation good. Liberation guys. So sure, they, have, yeah. they have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So, cool. And one other thing about the, the Ninevellan Ninive- story uh, that I want to mention, because, again, that same theme, he at one point says, monsters are born of deeds done, not just claws and teeth. Right. Which I really, again, love. This idea of, like, are you a monster because of what you are or because of what you do? Right. Um, it's what I do. What? Oh, yeah. that's that's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah. That's funny. Um. So yeah, so then let's get um, just something for me to look. I wanted to look up later a uh, Bruxa because I thought like the the mm-hmm. the feeding on blood was interesting. The banshee I think is very much of an Irish kind of thing, but like the 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 song weapon she had, and I and I just thought that I've seen that effect done so badly. Mm. Like even in Suicide Squad, uh, no, no sorry, even in um Birds of Prey, I love. The, the actress who's playing Black Canary, I didn't think that effect was very well done. I thought yeah. just the the way it was done, how it affected him, and just all the teeth, like seeing this gorgeous girl who's very much a like, she looks like an innocent, you know, and then seeing like all his teeth, it just was like, oof. <laughs> I looked it up and it's just like, how to k- kill a Bruxa boss guide. I'm like, oh, that's for the video game. <laughs> right, right, right. I like that. I like that. All right. So then we get uh, Gerald goes to, what's the name of the place, Paul? Kermoran. Kermoran. Which so the witchers go there for the winter. Is that all the do all the monsters just hibernate for the winter? Does no one get any yeah. trouble? Like they didn't they say something about that? Or was that in the animation that I watched like two minutes of a minute ago? Anyway, it, the the monsters generally do go into hibernation. Okay. And there's at some point someone's talking about it being weird that the monsters didn't go into hibernation. So the I witchers. Think, like, oh yeah, no, you're right. They did mention that. Yeah. They yeah. get like winters off to go back yeah, yeah, to their get, like, spa off. castle it's like and just the chill. Of being a teacher. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a take a hot bath. You know, just hang out. <laughs> yeah, just hang get out. a bunch of whores to come hang out. Apparently, although usually not. Right. That was, right. It didn't were, like, seem like the whores were usually yeah, it was allowed like, there. You're not supposed to be here. That's a that's a summer activity. Yeah, and it, it was great seeing them all together. You know, I I was so braced for them to all start fighting immediately. And because mm. he's come across other witchers and not always had the best relationships with them, like out in the field. And I, just, right. I, I think, again, this is part of maybe what I, I missed in season one. People just were allowed to get along with each other. You know, right. like even in yeah. Avellan, like they had to kind of have this like sad moment at the end. Where, I mean, they're really kind of like, they won't even kill him. And they're just like, you're mortal. You can die. Yeah, We're just going yeah. right away from you. But, like, still, they had a real bond before then. And, sure. and yeah, with the Witchers, like, yeah, he's kind of not on the same side as this Eskiel guy. They, they fight some. And, and 
like clearly he's got a much bigger problem later but like it was just right. i, I really got problem. a sense of the brotherhood from all of them that i really loved yeah it was mm-hmm. nice for sure it's nice um yeah I, I was wondering kind of what both of your impressions of vesemir were because i had seen a whole movie where he's the protagonist um with an english accent and then here he has like a danish accent but okay not a big deal uh different media you know um did like did that character like how did that character feel to to you not you know not having a previous right you know he seemed like a good like a good like a you know like a good guy like mm-hmm. a father kind of figure mm-hmm. like someone to go to advice for but that I didn't get too much you know I don't trust anybody right, of course <laughs> that's fair of course that's fair. why would you <laughs> yeah i i definitely got a sense of like that he was he was like a you know a, a a worthy figure, like a worthy kind of mentor, but also like you know the whole process is kind of screwed up. And I right. but I like the story about like that it was just him and a whole bunch of orphans. I think the thing that I also got from him is that there's kind of just sense of weariness, you know, because mm-hmm. at first when like yeah when all the like the sex workers are there and like you know they're they're partying and and Geralt's like this is not what you're supposed to be doing here. It, it, to me, he he felt like the guy who like has given up on trying to enforce curfew on his kids, you know, because right, he yeah. just knows it, it. they won't listen to him. Yeah. And so to me, that that statement with him and, and the conversation with him and Geralt about like, do you know what you're getting into taking yeah. care of uh, Cirilla? Yeah. And him being like, well, you didn't know. Didn't everything yeah. turn out okay? And I, I, he hasn't quite spoken, but I feel like his reaction is like, eh, I don't know if it did come out okay. Right, like, right. Yeah, they're to never going to listen. Yeah. Right. right. Kids yeah. are never going to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting because, you know, he's definitely not that kind of like father figure in the first one, but you can kind of see his character develop. I mean, in the first one, in the animation. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas here, you know, he talks about sort of being a reluctant, um, you know, sort of like father figure, right? And right. and that's exactly what Geralt is, right? right. It's not yeah. like something he really wanted to choose. He was like, oh, I'll take the law of surprise. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I told you that it wasn't a good exactly. idea. <laughs> exactly. And I, again, just kind of going against the expectations, I was convinced he was going to die when they were fighting the tree monster. Oh, yeah, and me too. I was very, very glad that he didn't die. And to me, that says that, yeah, he'll probably, he will probably go back to him for advice at some point with Cirilla. Yeah, I think so. I think the next episode, they might still, still be, there. be there. It's training montage time. Yeah, 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 exactly. So first of all, it's training montage slot, montage slot time. Absolutely, <laughs> that I don't know why that was so hard to say. Um, <laughs> but also, like um, Geralt was like, usually, you know, I thought you would be safe here, but now it's clear that nowhere's safe. And right. so I feel a little bit like there might be some bad thing happening there again. Yeah, you know, maybe not. Maybe they'll do a little training and go along their way. I don't know, but. Do we know how, how many episodes are there? Eight. Eight. All right. I really don't need another episode with them all being like, I, I hate them being separated again, like him and Yennefer. Like they need yeah. to get together like sooner. I It better not be at like the sixth episode. I'll be furious. I, I yeah. Did I, you I watch not, ahead? No, I didn't. I deliberately only watched these two, but I would not be. Um, too optimistic I'm not that they're going to meet up really quickly I think that's something to maybe prepare to be uh, frustrated over Um, similarly like I'm like oh Vesemir feels like exactly the sort of character you kill off in episode 7 or 8 of season 2 I hope not you know I I actually enjoy the character Um, but like we'll see I was glad that they didn't bump him off like right there I didn't think they would though but part of that's because I knew that they put a lot of effort into kind of developing the character's backstory and Mm -hmm. I feel like you want to get more than one episode out of someone if you do that you know Mm -hmm. um the 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 other witcher turning into like a trent or an ent or like a giant fucking tree what the hell was that it was a leshen so you can get infected by the trees I guess apparently but but they said like that's not possible it's like well I guess it is now yeah. Um, there might have been some people who fucked around with monsters some and made different types of monsters. True. And maybe that's a thing that's ongoing and right. really oh, shouldn't be. Yeah. Okay, one thing we've seen is also that. Like, you can create a right. monster with a curse that's right. different exactly. than I think, these like, things in the dimensions happen. And yeah, I, 
uh, to me, what I went to is um, in the Star Wars novels, they've introduced characters called the Drengear, who are like one of the main like things they're fighting against in the High Republic days. Um, so that's totally what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some kind of joke that needs to be made about, you know, getting wood. Uh, that uh, I think they made it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty well. Pretty <laughs> totally well. made it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I like that. that. Was I like big the, wood, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of like, and and here again, there's a couple of trope moments that they didn't do that I appreciated mm-hmm. because, like, when all the women who were there, you know, all were like, "We're not gonna wait. We're just gonna go off and like hide by ourselves." Um, it, like I've seen horror movies; they were all going to die. I know they were yeah. all going to die, and they didn't. And I was like, "That's that's kind of nice." Okay, I like the they fight, we run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lee literally said, wait, they didn't all get killed. Right? It was like... <laughs> and I was like, I feel you. The truck I really thought bark. they would. If yeah, there was yeah, only yeah. one more monster That's there, they would have all been dead. Yeah. The, they didn't get barked? Or, uh, no, I don't know. I don't no. Know. <laughs> no. They're not stiffs yet. No. We gotta oh. All right, there we go. There we go. Um, but, um... <laughs> I opened the door. I opened you the door. would make that joke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stop making me laugh. I don't know. It's a show that seems like about being like a surrogate dad. It it feels like uh, some dad humor is necessary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Such as it is. I was gonna say that um, Geralt won't feel like he's truly like the father figure until he makes a dad joke, but I. I can't imagine that character making a dad joke and it not feeling utterly and totally wrong. Did you guys notice how they uh, they really made his eyes like really cool this season? Like especially in like really dark scenes, they just amber glow Mm -hmm. through. I thought I was like, ooh, really cool. Yeah, I really appreciated that. (laughs) I mean, because especially like wearing contacts like those is probably very uncomfortable uncomfortable. to like be acting all the time that way. So Mm -hmm. uh, respect to the commitment. Yeah, I mean, I just, I thought everything about it, he looks fantastic. He mm-hmm. just, it, yeah, it carries it so well. Everything I'm loving about Henry Cavill's performance here. Uh, oh, speaking of which, I have a note, and it says, <laughs> uh, when the lesson appeared, or when they heard the sounds, smelled fart, can't unsee it. Yes! He's like... <laughs> I was like, Ashley! He's <laughs> like, I call this face, smells fart. Yes. <laughs> It was, it. yeah. We have to, every time you have to write it down, smells fart face. <laughs> uh, so on that uh, highly uh, uh, yes. academic note, is there any other last things we want to bring up uh, about, the, about these episodes? Uh, I don't have anything really specific, you know. Overall, mm-hmm. I liked it. it. You know, it feels a little Mandalorian to me now. It's like... Yeah, quests. I think it's fair. You know, we've got some side quests. We got we a little bit child. more of a main quest. We have the child who has um, uh, power, <laughs> who has some sort of power, right? And other people are going to be after her at some that, point. That was actually the other thing I was going to bring up. I found Cirilla to be an interesting character this time around. Yes, like yes, she's yeah. not the whiny child. She, I think, it's part of it's because she she works better as a foil. Yeah. Like she's someone who he can teach things to, but also she has questions and she has like I thought the scene between her and the Bruxa was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and I like she, her. She not her eyebrows. Like, <laughs> not right her there. eyebrows. She still feels like entitled to me, you know, yeah. and like but that makes sense. Like she grew up a freaking princess. Yeah, you she's know? I'm right. Princess Cirilla of Who Cares. You yeah. Know? yeah. Right. But like I all exactly. <laughs> but like I also like that she's just like very not afraid. Yeah. You know, it feels like she's kind of she's walks through the fire basically and right. like literally split the earth between her and someone else and like is now like, you know, I'll I'll deal with whatever's coming. Do we have um, so any idea what she is? Like, have we had any kind of clue why her and her mother were so powerful? I think I they mean, were witches. They were they, they were, were just witches. They have magic or something. I think okay. it's more than that. I think it's going to be some kind of chosen one-ish trope or like some, That's you know, possible. something to do with the convergence or something. It feels like it's more than just you know the rest it of the it seemed like the bat vampire had some kind of that screaming thing or was that just mm-hmm. supposed to be bat sonar kind of screaming? no that was that was like um that was the, you know, the voice <laughs> yeah yeah that that was uh what's her name that was like very black canary yeah the, the yeah the banshee voice power. and yeah, cirilla exactly. can do that right I she has some was, kind of scream thing i thought with cirilla it was more that like when she screams she releases her anger yeah. and it, it's like and the that's anger. what it was because the yeah. mom did it too. 
that's why I think it's more like what Yennefer is. Like okay. That kind of, right. And, and I, right. I agree with but you. I want both. to see, <clears throat> I want to see Geralt and Yennefer on screen again uh, together. Geralt. Uh, Geralt. I, <laughs> Geralt? <laughs> you, God, I it does okay. You just uncorrected yourself. I want to see Ingrid. Dark Universe Superman with <laughs> Yennefer on, on screen again. What I think will happen is we'll have some episode where they meet up. They work together. They have tensions. They still can't make this work. But Cirilla goes with her for a while. Mm. I would love I that. that. So I guess we, we didn't have... mention that he thinks that she's dead. Yes. Right. That's true. So he's yeah. going to be so happy to see her. Right. And she's she's going to be like, like it's magic, bitch. Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, especially because I think whatever we're going to learn about Cirilla and her mother, to me, it's not coincidental that like we have this story about how humans stole magic from the elves and now we have these two very magical people who are both in the bloodline of the royal family that probably was one of the worst in terms of like right. all the awful things they the did to the elves. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems like the elves aren't going to really be super down with uh, Siri. Yeah. No, God, no. Mm-hmm. So that'll definitely be a part of what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Um, thank you both so much for doing this. Um, uh you know, I know we're going to try – we're definitely going to make sure we cover all the rest of the scene of the episodes of the, of the Witcher. As both me and Ashley talked about, there's a lot of content coming out. Plus, there's a lot of holiday stuff coming out. So I'm not going to promise when we're going to do what, but we're definitely going to try and get it to you when we can. Uh, you know, I think by the end of the year, probably we'll have had all the episodes out, but we'll see. Um, but I'm pretty you know, open next week. Yeah. The days of Netflix drops eight episodes, and so we record, you know, one every uh, – not of the holidays, not with anything else going on. That's just not a possibility. Uh, but we all are doing a lot of other stuff. So, um, Ashley, you're kind of all over Pandaverse these days. Where, where else are you? What are you doing these days? Um, if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet, I highly recommend listening to our Bingers coverage of all five of the different Spider-Man movies, the uh, Raimi ones and then the Amazing Spider-Man. And then if you did see it, we just dropped our reaction cast on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Go check it out. And uh, we have Boba Fett coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Boba Fett will be on the uh, Star Wars Universe podcast. I'm really excited to have Ashley and hopefully Paul for some of that as well. That'll be fun. Paul, what about yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I'd say I'm doing a lot right now. I'm basically <laughs> icing my shoulder and doing physical therapy, but it seems to be getting better. So I will be streaming and, and posting videos and such again under the Zen Madman alias awesome. sooner or later. Awesome. And in the interim, watching four seasons of Knight Rider on Netflix. <laughs> All right. Well, That's so good. May- maybe I will uh, get into that. We can do some ethics of talking cars sure. and stuff like that. Uh, the mo- one thing I'm, I know most about the original show is that the actor who who does the voice of Kit was yeah. also the actor who played John Adams in the mu- movie musical 1776, um, oh, wow. who I think goes on to be like the principal of a school in the Boy Meets World show. Um, but I, I don't know anything about okay. it. It's too many. Gotta... Six, that's six degrees of separation. I don't know anything about. <laughs> very, very recognizable voice. Anyway. Uh, so thank you all for listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, we're, the one nice thing about us having a little bit of a you know uh, time in between these episodes is if you want to send in your own thoughts. Again, please label it with like episodes. thoughts about episode one or two, episodes three or four, so I know when to read it or not to read it. You can send it to uh, theethicalpanda at gmail.com. You can also find us on Panda on uh, Facebook or Twitter by Googling, looking for The Ethical Panda, or go to the website, theethicalpanda.com. These, these episodes will probably go – I think I'm just going to keep putting them out on both Superhero Ethics and on Pandavision once I can be able to get back into Pandavision, assuming I am. Um, but, of course, the Pandavision, that's part of the Stranded Panda family of podcasts. Please check out all the other great podcasts that are happening there. The MCU cast, uh, I listened to your um, reaction to Spider-Man. And I – Mary and I finished watching the, the, the other Tom Holland movies at, like, 10 o'clock last night. <laughs> and we're like – do you want to – we have tickets from Monday because we didn't want to go to a theater that was going to be crowded. But I noticed there were some theaters that had like 11.30 showings that were pretty empty. Do you want to just go now? And we were just like, sure, let's, let's just go just now. Let's just go. <laughs> and like listening to your reaction cast on the drive home was just fantastic. I just – I had so much joy about that movie but also it was so much that I felt like I, I wasn't sh- – just getting – it was like getting to hear excited fans but also getting to hear who were picking up on so many great things. And I just – I love the MCU cast but that was one of my <laughs> – 
one of my favorite examples of why like watching something and then hearing you all talk about it is so good. That's so, so awesome. Thank you. We've been getting a lot of people saying that, that awesome. and I'm very proud of how I was so sick and I, I was like, push it down, put it forward. Let's do this because well, it was God. it was great. I'm really glad you did that. I think we're having so much fun on the Hawkeye casts over on uh, also on the uh, yeah that's also on MCU cast. Check all that out. Check out all the great things on Bingers on Pandavision. We'll soon be coming to you with so much more content. And most importantly, have a great day. Bye.